silent night Holy night All is calm All is bright Rainyan virgin Mother and child Holy infant So tender and mild Welcome back, my friend. Welcome back. In an earlier, nobler stage of my life, I was a newspaper columnist. Um, uh, grateful for that opportunity. Um, and I remember one uh, time, one uh, Christmas Eve specifically, and it's funny about this story. I know it happened. I don't remember exactly all the particulars, but I think it went something like this. It was uh, uh, Christmas Eve, uh, early in the morning. Early. I don't know. That's subjective, isn't it? Pretty relative. I uh, got into work about 7 or 7.30, and my job was to find and write a newspaper column, and I would do that uh, five days a week. It actually was a, a pretty easy gig. I had, just a few years earlier, um, worked at a small army newspaper where you did all the work. And every day, <clears throat> I wrote four or five stories. And so when my career advanced, um, and they said, we'd like you to do one column a day, and they were nervous that that might be too much, I said, no, if... If I push myself, I guess I can do one story a day. But uh, I wanted uh, uh, to, to find a column, obviously. And sometimes they come to you. Sometimes you have to come to them. And I was in the habit of, uh, I had this theory that no news happens in the newsroom. At, at the TV station, at the newspaper, they have this place where the reporters sit, or in the case of the newspaper, used to sit when they had reporters. Um, but there'd be people in there. It was always a, a, a buzz of activity. And my philosophy was, no news happens in the newsroom. And so if you are in the newsroom, there's a pretty good chance that you're missing out on something. So what I did that day was I went out for a walk, uh, or fairly early in the morning, went out for a walk. And I went through uh, a, how do you describe, I don't know the word, a place where poor people live. What's the polite way to say that? I, one of the challenged parts of town. Um, I went off walking that way. And I don't, you don't know what you're looking for, but like they say, you'll know it when you see it. And I just was walking around. And I had my uh, uh, little reporter's pad in my hip pocket. And I had a, a pencil because pens don't write in the cold. And I just was looking. And uh, I had been out for an hour or so, and I come across this uh, light pole. And on it was a, a hand-lettered sign. And somebody lost their dog. And it, it, the sign indicated it had gone up just the evening before. And there was some... Uh, desperation involved uh, in it. 
and it offered a reward of $100, which then, you know, and now, was uh, a lot of money. So uh, I uh, it pulled out the notepad and the pencil, and I uh, wrote down the uh, phone number. This is before uh, they had too many cell phones. Um, I wrote down the uh, uh, number, and uh, I walked on. And uh, it, I copied down the words that had been on the sign. I walked on another hour, and I didn't find anything, and I thought about that dog lost thing, and I wondered if that was a story. Here's the thing. If you are a journalism student, nine times out of ten, the lost dog poster is not a story. And by nine times out of ten, I mean 999 out of 1,000, okay? But I, uh, I, I, I walked till I saw a payphone. We had those back then. And I uh, called that number, and I introduced myself, and I asked if I could uh, uh, come over and chat with the person who'd lost the dog. And uh, it, it was a lady, a middle-aged lady, and she said I could. So uh, uh, I walked over to her place, and she was distraught. This dog had nothing unique or particular to recommend it. Uh, it was a mutt, but it was her mutt, and she was alone in the world, and that dog had run off the day before, uh, its absence was heartbreaking to her. And this was a story of pathos and loss, of longing and waiting, of hoping and looking on the eve of Christmas. And I thought, you know what? I can turn that into 18 column inches of glory. And so I uh, took all the notes I needed, and I uh, thanked her for her time, and I uh, walked back downtown to the newspaper building. Uh, uh, up to the fourth floor, I went, sat down uh, at my little terminal, and I wrote those 18 inches of glory. And, uh, but I didn't turn it in. I, at this point, I'm at early afternoon or something like that. I said to the editor, let's just wait and see. Who knows what something else might happen? We've got uh, hours and hours till deadline." So, you know, I think I might have gotten lunch and I might have shot the breeze and I might have uh, uh, looked around town a bit. Um, and and then about 6 o'clock, when I was uh, uh, getting ready to go home, about ready to tell the editor, this is the one, let's go with it, um, I checked back with that lady. And uh, she was all excited. Um she had just got, you know what, that's now what happened. I called her and, huh, you know what, like I said, I can't remember what happened. But here was the deal. I was at her place um, I can't remember exactly the details of, but here's what happened. She got a call about dinner time. And it was from a woman who had found the dog. And whatever the scenario was, I got to be there when the lady who lost the dog went over to the home some several blocks away of the lady who found the dog. And when I say home, it was one of these tiny apartments that so many city houses are cut up into. At any rate, I need to finish this story. The lady who found the dog, actually her little child found it, was an unemployed woman on public assistance who had three children. 
she was a good woman. Uh, she had been married. Her husband had run out on her. Um, she uh, worked until she got sick. Uh, she was a good woman. And it was Christmas Eve, and there was no tree up. There were no presents. There was no meal for the morrow. And then there was this little dog. <clears throat> and a, a sign on the post out front. And a lady who brought a hundred dollars and gladly gave that uh, for that little dog. And I stood there as the lady walked through the door with her hundred dollars and met her little dog and this mother with three children and no Christmas. Well, the lady had her dog and consequently her Christmas. And that little mother had a hundred dollars. And with that, and maybe a little bit from my pocket, was able to uh, very quickly over the next couple of hours make a Christmas for her family. And I was grateful that I could be there and see that. And I was grateful that there was a God in heaven who made such things happen, who notices the wants and the needs of the least of us, wherever we might be. Your hometown is a production of iHeartMedia. It originates each week under the auspices of radio station WHAM in Rochester, New York. I hope that you will tune in again next weekend. Until then, remember to do your best. I'm Bob Lonsbury, and this is Your Hometown. Your Hometown.